Welcome to Patched, Player 2's uh, newest podcast. I'm your host, Paul James, and I'm joined today by Jay Parnas yes. and Damo Camilleri. Good to see you. Um, I suppose you're all familiar with this anyway from the Video Games Club, but Patched is basically a new podcast that, we co- uh, that we've come up with where we're going to look at big issues within the gaming industry. We're going to have a big topic of the month. Uh, we're going to look at what we've been up to in our own personal kind of lives of gaming and whatever other random assortment of things kind of come up. And that, you'll see those stretched yeah. out over the course of, yeah, you'll see those kind of stretched out over the course of a month inclusive of the Player 2 Video Games Club. So our first uh, section we're going to go through today is our patched notes. Yeah, patched notes. Um, and that's basically us going through the to- uh, some topics of news. This first one we're just going to go through one topic of news which is the DICE Awards. So for those who aren't aware, the DICE Awards are basically developer-issued awards. So there's a big convention in the US, I believe it is right now. I'm not 100% sure of the location. But uh, developers from all around the world have all come there. They've all congregated to kind of celebrate their own works and their own successes. And Um, each other's, I suppose. Yeah, and each other's successes. Uh, So the awards have played out, and Game of the Year was Fallout 4. What do we think? Look, I'm, I'm not a huge Fallout lover, but I don't know, like, from a lot of the intention that I saw, there, a lot of it was the same as Fallout 3. So, I don't know if... I mean, look, technically I'm sure it's great, but uh, I think there were other ones that may have... Or that probably should have left them up a little bit stronger. You rattle off the nominations, so I can... Uh, I only have the list of winners, but I can, I can bring that up at the same time if you like. Yeah. Um, but it would have been up against the likes of The Witcher 3, Bloodborne, um, and a range of others. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, Did Rise of the Tomb Raider make that? Yeah, yeah, that got in there. That was pretty cool. Um, sure. I don't know. I mean, Fallout 4 did well as an action-adventure game. Did it have weakish, oh, weakish RPG elements? I know that's what the game is. Please, don't. I don't, Here we go now. don't judge a fish on its ability to climb a tree. Clearly... Like, the RPG elements in Bethesda games have never been super strong. Yeah, but they've always been super cool Neither of them clipping. Like, I don't know, I, I think we're, we're entering a time frame where the glitchiness of Bethesda RPGs will very, like, won't be accepted much longer. Just to be clear about the nominees, so you had Bloodborne, Fallout 4, which obviously won, Ori in the Blind Forest, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and The Witcher 3. That was what I was up against. No, no, Metal Gear wasn't a nominee. Glad to see Ori get some respect from other devs because that was made by how many devs was it? About Around half a dozen, I think. Yeah. Um, um, things was... to note when it comes to Ori, so it won the award for outstanding achievement in animation and yeah. outstanding achievement in art direction. Right. Oh, as well as ori- so. as well as original music composition. Rightfully so. I think so. That game was pretty spectacular. It, it swept up a few awards, which is great. A great yeah, effort for a absolutely. Absolutely. Well. I mean, I don't know whether I'd call that a little indie. I, th- I think. Well, so it ended up being very big. But yeah. Um, but but again, I mean, you've got a, a congregation of probably was it half a dozen people. That I mean, how how long in did Microsoft take that on? No idea. But we don't I, I think that, I think it was fairly early because I think the the sheer mechanics of getting all those people together, but also not being together. But I think they said towards the release of the game is where they sort of first met each other. Yeah. Um. So I think I think that's. Like that's definitely a, a standout for it, though. Like that, it, that it's able to get up with the big boys and take some numbers. Did you play any of those nominees? So Bloodborne, Fallout 4, Ori, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and The Witcher. I uh, watched The Witcher get played. 
I played Fallout, I played a bit of Ori, and I played a bit of Rise of Tomb Raider. And me personally, I mean, I'm a huge Fallout 3 fan, and I think that Fallout 4 did enough to be different. I mean, not that you read reading it seriously, yeah, that's but Nice. Yeah, so. It was like a nice feel of nostalgic and new, mm -hmm. um, with overcoming things. I mean, the the big thing that kind of came out, and like I've, it's known that I kind of follow a lot of the publications and try and keep over as much news as yeah, possible. A lot of the big publications, well, sorry, a lot of the publications, full stop, gave The Witcher three game of the year, and, and a lot of the arguments against Fallout were like it's a fantastic game, but it's just Fallout three point five. Yeah, like it's just it's the same thing with a prettier skin. Um, and I didn't hear too much of that kind of new part that you just mentioned there. Hmm. So, but, but I think I'm not sure. I think some of the Witcher was. It's just interesting though. There's a big difference there in terms of press and then the developers themselves. I don't think really that's a huge surprise because I mean, if you think about it, I think the Witcher won a lot of people over with its story, yeah, and with its with its writing. And I don't know how many developers, if, especially if they're on say the programming side and things like that. They're going to appreciate writing as much as, say, technical prowess. So, what when are you getting out there, like in, in, in terms of, so okay, so if you've got, not not that they won't respect it at all, but I think that their priorities are different. Like if you go to say, level designers, level designers build their world around what the story is being told. So, they have to make that story pop, basically. Does that make sense? So, for them, if someone has a story, whether it's mediocre or not. If their level design is excellent, you're going to be able to see that as a level designer. You're going to be able yeah. to look at that and say, this has been made well, you know, you can't see any of it's like, again, some of Fallout 3's weird sort of stuff. And again, they, they, they did remove some of that from Fallout 4, which was good, and that's probably why I got that praise, because it is such a huge, sprawling environment. Whereas, I don't know, The, the Witcher, like, yes, it's definitely got that sort of big world to it, but again, a lot of the writing was that, but I, I don't know if that's from the technical side. So there's only so many of, of the development side. Like the, the, let, me, let me try that again. <laughs> there's only a few in that sort of development space that are gonna be looking at things like story. Like yeah. if, if you're looking to award someone Game of the Year, they have to be smashing it on a lot of different fronts. And I'd have argued that Witcher did that more than, much more than Fallout. But I mean, sure. that's, that's where and, and look, know, I, opinions, all that sort of thing. Again, I, I'm, I'm pretty biased. I probably would have gone with Bloodborne personally because I, I adore that game. Yeah. Um, because that, that's the thing, like technically it's, it's actually quite astounding with that game because you can actually pretty much run from one end of the game to the other in a single load. And yes, the load times were... It's a nice one to two minute long load, but... Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose, but, but that's yeah. not, like these days, that's not really uncommon. I yeah. mean, you look at a game like Just, Just Cause, yeah. um, which I'm still going to about, but um, that's the thing, like you can, you can run from like the starting area of the game all the way through to like the other like halfway through or more of the game without yeah. without actually changing your without loading in any more data like without having to sit through another sort of black screen with Bloodborne printed on all you know the updated version which is the tooltips yeah all right so going into a couple of different other categories so Fallout 4 again one um, outstanding achievement in game direction beating out Life is Strange Rise of the Tomb Raider Witcher 3 and Undertale Metal Gear Solid 5 beat out Batman, Life is Strange, Ori, Rise of the Tomb Raider in terms of the best adventure game for the year. Best adventure game. Adventure game, yeah. Sure, okay. That's um, 
interestingly in the action game, Star Wars Battlefront beat out Splatoon, Just Cause 3, Helldivers, and Destiny of the Taken King. Okay. I'm surprised they kind of defined it as, as an action game. Like, it is, but I mean... Which one was it? it do, that was Star Wars. So, yeah, it's not, um, it's not an action game. But it doesn't appear as though they have things in terms of shooters. Like they're not... It, it's more... There's no like, like a bit like a movie sort of classification to action, like they're, they're broader in scope. Comedy. Um, yeah. Uh, mobile game was Fallout Shelter, beating out Dominations, which I'm not familiar with, Lara Croft Go, Pac-Man 256, and The Room 3. Uh, I, I heard a lot of good things about Lara Croft Go, so I'm not sure. Yeah, well, Hitman Go comes to PlayStation in the next couple of days. Um, presumably, I've heard Lara Croft Go will follow in time, I guess. I've, I've heard that Hitman Go was quite popular too. Um, you're obviously gutted. Well, not that I'm gutted. I mean, Flash Southern was a really cool game. It had lots of fun. Uh, got really freaking annoying, like, just tedious kind of work. I mean, there was no huge payoff for it. Like, I mean, I'm not one, I'm not one of those kind of people that, like, likes those kind of games anyway. So, like, I you know, can't be too about it. But, I mean, Pac-Man... 256 is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's freaking sweet. That's so much fun. So have you guys played it? It's endless Pac-Man. Yeah. Like you oh, just okay. keep going up and up and up. And then you unlock, like when you get more coins and stuff like that, you unlock different characters, which changes the complete map of it and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hipster whales, so if you've played Shooty Skies or Crossy Roads, it's the same, same thing, oh, but okay. I mean, it's Pac-Man and it's freaking cool. Like. Because the game is glitching at the bottom, that's what makes you continuously go up. The ghosts keep coming back, and you know it's just it's just fun. It's a good time waster, and I felt that Fallout Shelter wasn't a time waster. Like that's what mobile gaming to me is. It's filling in time, the gaps on the your train trip or whatever. Yeah, is, yeah. But and for, that, for that thing it was like I was spending thirty to forty minutes at a time going through. Moving people from their training areas and for things a lot like of that. people, mobile gaming is management. So you've got yeah. you've, you've got stuff like you know you're defending your base or you're doing you know, whatever it is you what's need it, to do. What's it called? Clash of Clans. Clash of, Clash of Clans is that the one? Yeah, yeah. You've got that where it's pure. It's it's management. Like you can play that game completely defensively, and you don't even have to attack anyone. It's pure management. Yeah. It's you know money management. It's this. It's that. Like. You know, you 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 bit a tower defense in there, but I mean, for the most part, it's just managing numbers. Mm. And for a lot of people, that's what they want because, it, like, if you think about something like Pac-Man, while it's it's great, that's kind of too much of a game, I suppose. It requires a lot of dexterity, whereas like clicking on an object and saying, "Cool, give me money now, so that I can upgrade my wall." You know what I mean? Like people yeah. might they, they might want to be laying in bed, and it's just like I can't I can't be fucked like getting right into a game of Pac-Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> or I want, I want to play my trading card game yeah. instead because I just click on the big fucking picture. You know what I mean? So we won't dive too much deeper into it because we are keeping it short. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. Like sure. The, that could be a whole other topic that we discuss. Yeah, at some point absolutely. Sure. It's probably one we'll do. Um, outstanding achievement in music, uh, Ori won that. Character development. Rise of the Tomb Raider 1 for their development of Lara Croft and that beat out Geralt from Witcher 3, Evie Fry from Assassin's Creed, Life is Strange, Her Story. 
uh, sound design, Star Wars Battlefront 1, and no surprise because it sounded just like it did in the movies. It was incredible, the sound effects there. Yeah, so good. Witcher 3 won for technical achievement and story. Family game of the year was Super Mario Maker. Fighting game, Mortal Kombat X. Racing game, Forza Horizon 6. Um, role playing, Fallout 4, as you'd expect because it came out game of the year. Um, yeah, sports see, game, Rocket League. Yes, Rocket League. Awesome. Such a good um, game. Strategy, the support. Heroes of the Storm. If, if there was... Heroes, uh, sorry, strategy or simulation was Heroes of the Storm. The MOBA? Is that the... Yeah. yeah. I think, look, Rocket League, just to touch on that really quickly, if there was an award for support of the year, like like supporting your game post-release oh, yeah. post support, I think that game or Super Mario Maker, or maybe even Splatoon... Or even Helldivers, actually. Helldivers received a lot, too. Has it? Okay. Um, I think that'd be your, your little class there, and it'll be tough, but I think... Rocket League would be pretty much it. Considering that most people, at least on the PlayStation, got that game for free, the amount of attention that they've put to that game post-release is crazy. And are still putting. Yeah. Like, oh, it receives a ton of support. Uh, Helldivers got the best handheld game. Rocket League, the most outstanding achievement in online gameplay. Which is funny, considering their connection issues at the start. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't experience were, too much of that. Oh, there, there, was some, there was some bad business going on. Like, that's some bad online code. Fair enough. Uh, and then the last award listed here, Outstanding Achievement in Game Design, which is also The Witcher 3. So, uh, that, that's it in terms of all the awards that were handed out. Um, all seem about on point. More or less, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that uh, some games got nominated over others in some particular areas. Yeah. Um, just sort of look peering over your shoulder there, because I... I sort of missed the boat in terms of the Dice Awards, yeah. so I didn't really know that was going on. But um, in, in terms of, yeah, some some of the games that were getting nominated, I was like, okay. Because I, I didn't see Bloodborne in many of those No, categories. I didn't see it in many categories at all. But it was in the game, game yeah. yeah. So that was, like, for example, and also um, some of the handheld stuff was a bit... I feel like there was probably more on the handheld than was really represented. <laughs> there. Yeah. Like, there were a lot of decent achievements. Um, I would have liked to have seen a bit more Axiom Verge. Yeah, in there, I feel like that was especially coming from one man. It I might have had, like... it might have had a shot when it came to handhold. Had it actually come out for the beta? Like I, I said, it would. I suppose, but like, I don't, I don't think relegating it to the handheld is fair because that game really stood up. Again, yeah, but it might have been an game, opportunity for it to have gotten. This some is a game made by one recognition. by one dude. Yeah, it did a fantastic like, job. But... Like, I, yeah, I, like one one dude made that, and I think he probably deserved a bit more recognition than that, especially. From his peers, I would yeah. say. So that's a little sad, but other than that, you know, everything seemed to be on point. Yeah, but at the end of the day, there's always winners and losers. Um, someone's got to come out on top, and that's there's true. always going to be some disappointments. But at the end of the day, this is a, an, a, an event where the developers get to come together and they get to share ideas, and the awards are just something that kind of sure. gets tacked onto it as well. So I'm sure there'll be lots of great product that comes out just from people meeting one another and you know, paths crossing at the event and sure. sharing ideas and that sort of thing. Yeah, they'll absolutely. all end up benefiting, all games will end up benefiting some way for it. Yeah, hopefully. Uh we see some more Metal Gear, perhaps, in the future, or more Metal Gear-esque. Yeah, certainly not from Kojima Productions, but yeah. No, but like, hopefully Kojima, um, you know, gets sh some ideas. Shook some, shook some hands, well, shall we say. he's working with PlayStation at the moment, yeah, so yeah. we'll see what happens. It'd be no. nice if he gets some people on board and really, like... No, no, no Share his knowledge. Yeah, yeah. No, no super hard feelings against Konami, but hopefully he, like, he does a decent job of sticking it to him. Yeah. Showing that he's, you know, the he's man. Kojima, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but outside of that, that was the first. Uh, that was our first segment. That's patch notes. Um, and tune in next time where we'll kind of talk about what we've been up to in terms of our gaming lives. We'll see you then. Yeah.